hello, 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 and welcome back to Hollywood Hero. I'm your host, Layla Palmer, and today I am back with the podcast where I meet and interview the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. So, we are so, so close to season two officially starting, but we're not quite there yet. This is the second of two bonus episodes that I'm releasing over the summer to build up excitement for the new season. Only a few more weeks till then, so be sure to keep up with me and the podcast on social media for all the updates. Um, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Hollywood Hero Pod, and I've been pretty active on both of those throughout the summer, um, so be sure to follow me on there. Also, one last plug. I am a GoPuff ambassador now. Um, GoPuff is, if you don't know what it is already, GoPuff is my favorite delivery service for home essentials, food, snacks, whatever you can think of, GoPuff has it. Um, With only a $1.95 delivery fee and super fast delivery, you are surely to fall in love with it too. Um, So you can use my code HOLLYWOODHERO for $10 off of two orders. And how are you going to forget that code? Because it's just the name of the podcast. Definitely use that code on GoPuff for $10 off of two orders, which is a huge steal, so don't miss out on that. Okay, enough of the plugs, let's get back to the episode. So I don't want to go into too much detail about what's new about this season, but if you listened to the last bonus episode, I added some new segments to spice things up, and I'm going to keep going with those today. So, the first segment is Music Minute. Now, Since this show is so heavily focused on music and the music industry, in this segment I'm going to take some time to talk about how music has impacted me recently or any recommendations I have for you listeners. Since I am pre-recording these intros, um, especially this one I'm doing early and the first bonus episode um, is like I haven't even started doing that one yet. Um, and this is coming out after that one, of course. So it, this isn't really happening sequentially. The other ones I will be doing as sequentially as possible, but this these two bonus episodes aren't really. But that's okay. For now, though, I just wanted to bring that up because what I'm about to say for Music Minute is going, like, when you listen to this, it will have happened a lot earlier Like, the first bonus episode, it will have happened closer to that than this. So that's why I brought that up. But anyway, so for today's Music Minute, I'm going to be telling a little story. That's not really much of a story. I guess it's a story. Um, I'm going to be telling something that happened to me recently about music that impacted me a lot. Um, And I'm sure will impact me for a really long time after this. Okay, so I graduated high school almost a week ago and throughout high school I took choir all four years it was my favorite class um my favorite teacher was my choir teacher since the beginning of high school and all throughout um being in the music department and being in choir like all of those teachers they were all so amazing and like all of my favorites all throughout high school and I was also like in an acapella group which my choir teacher was also the leader of that. So my choir teacher has always been a very important person throughout my high school academic career. Um, And I've gotten very close with him over the years. And with all of the teachers in my high school's music department. So we formed these like really weird 
bonds, teacher-student bonds, but they're great and very impactful as far as like leaving high school and like knowing that those bonds are going to be kept up for years to come, which is great. Um, so we did this thing in our music department called the Mighty 100s. And if you do music, you know what conducting is. And basically, there were 10 sheets. Yeah, 10 sheets and 10 different lines of things that you would have to conduct, of music that you would have to conduct. And they got harder as the sheets went on. And they were called the Mighty 100s. Now, my choir teacher, his teacher from, I think, high school or maybe college is the person who taught him that and he brought it to our school and passed it on to his students and I'm actually very grateful that he did that because it made me a way better like sight reader and I mean if you know what music is you know what all this is if you don't sorry you may be a little lost here but you'll understand the story uh, in like a minute so it made me a better sight reader and just better at understanding how to read music because uh I don't know, I was kind of lost at the beginning and that just really helped because I had to do it. So yeah, I guess every year the music department teachers give a presentation after graduation or around graduation, but it was after this year. They give a presentation to the seniors um, on like the mighty 100s of life. And it's basically a bunch of tips, 100 different ones, about how to navigate life after high school and how to be an adult and a person in the real world. It started off with like, how to do your laundry right, you know, how to separate your colors and blah, 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 and um, making sure that you're microwaving things right in your dorm so you don't set a fire, like stuff like that. And then it ended up being um, just like really good life advice. And I don't know, just really stuck with me. And I'm really, really glad that I was a part of the music department and I chose to take choir freshman year um, because if I hadn't, I honestly don't know where I would be today without those people. They are so amazing. So if they're listening, shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. But uh, yeah, that is what I took away from music this week um, or recently. That's what really impacted me. So yeah, I know that was longer than a minute, but the segment is called Music Minute and it will probably always be longer than a minute so just keep that in mind the next segment is called well I don't really have a name for it just in this next segment I'm going to just tell a story about something memorable or impactful that happened to me recently um, because I can't and I want to hear from you guys too so at some point uh, if you want your story to be included in an episode you can dm me on instagram at hollywood hero pod and I may choose yours to read This week, however, I'm sharing something of my own. So I already talked about the time thing, about how it's not sequential right now. Um, But this, when I'm recording, this happened this morning. I've gotten into the habit lately of waking up in the middle of the night and checking my phone. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because a lot, like lately, I haven't, been able to sleep well and I like toss and turn in my sleep and I kind of have sometimes restless nights and often I just will check my phone and check all my social media snapchat instagram my email I I don't get emails in the middle of the night but I check it anyway twitter all of that stuff messages everything 
and TikTok, of course, I scroll on TikTok for a little bit, and then I usually go back to sleep after like 10 minutes. Um, but this morning, I didn't. And it was 3 a.m., and some time had passed. I was going on TikTok. It was 25 minutes had passed, and I was just like, okay, maybe I should try going back to sleep. So I closed my eyes for like five minutes, and I was just like, okay, nothing's happening. Went back on TikTok. And then it was like an hour, a little bit over an hour. And I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to end up going back to sleep. So then it was like 4.30. I was like, okay, I really don't think I'm going to end up going back to sleep. So then I had this idea. I was like, I should go to the beach and watch the sunrise. I don't know if I mentioned this. I am staying down the shore, the Jersey shore all summer. I am getting a job down here. So that's where I am all summer. So I was like, okay. Why don't I go bike to the beach? I didn't want to walk because I just didn't really want to walk that early. But I was like, okay, let me take a bike down to the beach, walk on the beach for a little bit and watch the sunrise. And I kind of battled back and forth with myself a little bit because I was like, I don't know if I actually want to leave the house and leave bed this early and do this alone, especially because I've done this, especially last year, like when I had friends down, I did this with my one friend and early in the morning and it was a lot more I was a lot more inclined to do it when I had someone to do it with I was like okay no question like I'll wake up at 5 a.m and go watch the sunrise but doing it alone it's like okay I don't really know if I want to do this because I've never done it alone before but I ended up forcing myself to do it and I'm really glad I did I really enjoyed myself I am a very punctual person I'm like more than punctual I get everywhere early all the time. When I used to be a dancer and I was younger, I'd arrive to, especially my Saturday morning classes at 9.30, I'd arrive at 8.30. I just liked to be early. Like, that's not an exaggeration either. Like, I think it was a part of me not wanting to be in my house. Not going to talk about that, but I always am places early. So I was early to the sunrise. Literally, I was early to the fucking sunrise, which is kind of crazy to think about. But yeah, so I was at the beach early and I was walking on the beach and I was like, oh my God, okay. Then I got to the point, I was leaning on the lifeguard stand and I was like, okay, just staring at the sky, waiting for the sun to rise because I got there so early. 30 minutes had passed, the sun crept over the horizon and started to rise. I was like, yay, that's so beautiful. Um, and then it started to get like, I don't know, I was just like starting to get a little bit uncomfortably cold because it was just a little too windy and I'd been there for so long because I got there early. So I was like, okay. So I walked back to my bike and then I biked to Wawa to get a sizzly because that was a part of my plan as well. I was like, I'm gonna watch the sunrise and go to Wawa and get a sizzly. So then I went to Wawa, I got a sizzly and I listened to a podcast while I ate my sizzly and biked home. And it was really, really enjoyable. And um, yeah, I think I've been trying this summer. Of course, by the time this goes out, the summer's almost over, but when I'm recording this, the summer is pretty much just begun. So I've been trying this summer to just like be spontaneous and having this mindset. I'm going to have a hot girl summer, hot girl summer, because for like the past year, I've been hung up on this guy. Uh, um, I don't know why I made that noise, but I've been hung up on this guy and I just got some clarity most recently that it's over between us and that nothing's going to happen romantically ever again. So I'm like, okay, am I still in my feels about it? Yes, but we have to try and have a hot girl summer to like get out of that headspace. So yesterday I went on a date 
a cute little first date and it was really cute and I loved it. Um, I mean, it wasn't like that. It was nothing really like special. Like we just met up and then we walked on the beach for a long time. And then, you know, we just walked around and talked for two hours and it was great. One of the better dates I've had. You may be wondering, you're only 18. How have you had so many dates? Um, I have. Maybe that's something I need to work on. Maybe I need to have a less of that. Cause, but again, not something I'm going to talk about. Anyway, Hot Girl Summer, in my opinion, is off to a great start. Again, by the time you listen to this, it will pretty much be over. But it's off to a great start here. And I'm really happy with the choices I've made so far. So yeah. I hope you are all enjoying these segments so far. I'm really happy that I've incorporated some more exciting stuff into the introduction of the podcast. I feel like in season one, there was nothing really that special about it. So I'm liking it a lot more now. And I hope you guys are too. Finally, before we get into the most exciting portion of the episode, I'm going to introduce our guests for the week. I had the pleasure of speaking with Emma and Corinne from the Trying to Play It Cool podcast. Emma and Corinne are rising seniors in college, and their show is all about navigating the college experience and trying to be cool while doing it. Since I'm going into my first year of college, I wanted to take the opportunity to hear some of their advice for first-year students or just college students in general, because it's a whole new territory and it can be very scary. So for any new college students listening, this is for you. And I hope you can take something from this and can apply it to this new phase of your life because I know I will. So without further ado, here's my interview with Emma and Corinne, and I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, so I'm here with Corinne and Emma from Trying to Play It Cool. How are you guys? Thanks so much for coming. Hi. We're doing great. Thank you for having us. This is, yeah. I'm already so excited. I know. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited too. I can't wait to get into today's conversation. But first off, I want the listeners to know a bit more about you guys. So um, I know that we're both coming from the city of Philadelphia. It's kind of a dreary yes. day. Yeah, yes, kind of a. Kind of a dreary day in the city today, unfortunately, but um, tell us a little bit more about your podcast, Trying to Play It Cool. So to clarify, I am Corinne. Oh, I'm Emma. So our podcast is kind of navigating college with us. We do a lot of, uh, the, the namesake of it is trying to play it cool, because Emma and I are both traditionally not really cool people. No. We're proudly very awkward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> love yeah. that. I think, I also think awkwardness is not a bad thing, because there's a certain type of authenticity and charm yes. to it. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but you still got to play it cool. You still got to, you know, protect your own yeah. well-being. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but me and Corinne are really good friends. We met here at our college. We go to school in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And um, one night we were just like, hey, let's start a podcast. And we did it. And like, we just, we talk a lot just ourselves. <laughs> and we're like, let's just record it. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how it goes. You kind of, you talk a bunch and then you kind of just record it and yeah. there you have it. Yeah, um, yeah, so you said your podcast is um, mostly trying to figure out how to navigate college and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why today I wanted to talk with you guys about I'm going into my first year of college. So, <gasps> so exciting. Yes, yeah, very exciting. I'm very excited. Um, and also very scared. So I wanted to hear from you guys who have gone through 
um, college, some of college already, and I wanted to hear some of your do's and don'ts, some advice um, about how to navigate um, first year. So let's jump right in. For me and um, many others who are going into their first year, um, what are some tips uh, that would be particularly useful in making that transition um, a lot easier? Mm. It's hard, definitely. Like, that's one thing. Like, don't be too hard on yourself, I think, um, because it definitely is an, an adjustment and it's not immediate. It takes a little while to get adjusted. We were just talking about this because we were like brainstorming downstairs and we were like, one thing is like, you can be really involved very easily in high school. Yeah. And then moving into college, you have less responsibilities, but your responsibilities are bigger. Um, I guess okay. like not less responsibilities, but like, you have less classes less to go to. Yeah. yeah, less structure. But there's a lot more you need to handle and take care of, and um, it's harder to get. Like, most of the things you get involved in require a lot. Yeah. So you you really have to pick and choose what you re- want to be involved in because it's not going to be the same as, like, in high school when you can be part of nine different clubs. It's like, some people are part of nine different clubs, but yeah. it's, it's very easily, it's easy to get burnout, for sure. I think yeah. the thing that, so I'm a psych major. If anyone out here is interested in psychology, shout out. Um, if you know Eric Erickson's um, yes. de- developmental stages, and right now in college you're in the isolation versus intimacy stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that when I learned this, I kind of applied this a lot to like what I'm going through. So like intimacy, that can cover anything from like romantic relationships to just friendships and learning how to make like bonds outside of your family kind of, which is yeah. like – most people like live with their parents and like live with their family growing up um so college is like a shock in that sense that you like move away from home um or even are just exposed in a different kind of structure than high school and stuff like that um but then also the isolation aspect of it is important too so it's like trying to learn how to be by yourself Mm -hmm. and take care of yourself and um handle your own thoughts and emotions and all that and so I think like the thing about looking at college as like overwhelming because like there's so many ways to get involved I think sometimes people lose track of themselves and I think like focusing on your needs um and at least in the first I mean you all everyone honestly (laughs) always should but paying attention to it in the first couple months of college I think is important yeah especially yeah especially because a, a bunch of people that I've been talking to whether it's like um family members or like people that I know who have gone through college um, they always say that those first few months or your first semester, like that determines how the rest of the experience will be, whether that's about grades or social life or right. just like, just that's in general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure I would agree with that, to be honest, because I feel like my first semester is very different from now, like, and how I carry myself. I was very like shy, good girl vibes in high school. And like, I still am to some extent. Um, but I feel like I've become a lot more confident and that really didn't happen until second semester. I joined my sorority and like found my group of people, but I didn't find my group of people immediately, like my first semester. So I feel like I didn't really come out mm-hmm. of my shell till second semester. Of freshman See, year. that's a huge fear of mine because um, I sometimes struggle, well, actually a lot of the time struggle with meeting new people and like breaking out of my shell and like mm-hmm. kind of, you know, breaking that barrier of wanting to get close to people. And uh, I'm just afraid I'm not going to meet anybody or until like, my second year even, because I'm, like, going to be too afraid to speak to people. Well, it's not even, like, there were definitely people I was friendly with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely, and, like, Emma and I were friends we, from the beginning. Yeah, like, like we, 
we get like meals together and stuff yeah. like that. We weren't like super close yeah. though. We never had like a big That's bond- what, bonding moment. That for me was like I didn't I had friends, I had people to hang out with, get dinner with, but I didn't get um close with people till second semester and I'm honestly kind of happy it happened that way because I know a lot of people that make friends first semester immediately that don't last and that things you know you you go into it everyone wants to be friends right so you you just you find the closest people and you're like you Mm -hmm. people are my people and then you're like wait you are just not for me you have different morals and different values than I do and like those things come out over time Mm -hmm. so it's like there's always people to hang out with and surround yourself with so it's it's not as scary on a day-to-day basis but like looking back I'm just like I didn't really find my people till yeah but it wasn't bad. I mean, it was just, like, yeah. slower. Yeah, I didn't really find, I'd say, like, a friend group or, like, a community at the school that we go to right away. I mean, I did, like, meet on the first night this, like, group of guys. <laughs> and, like, they, like, kind of led me and, like, my roommates to, like, being friends with more people. And so we had, like, a friend group. And I had some deep ass co- am I allowed to curse I'm sorry yeah I had some I had some deep ass conversations with these people I remember I was we were walking home from like one of the structured events which I like really recommend going yeah. to um because most colleges they have like really like mm-hmm. they seem cheesy and they are but like embrace the cheesiness that's what I say mm-hmm. um they had like something at our like gym or something like that and they had like uh, like, tables and stuff like that. So we went, and we walked back to our dorm, and we stopped at the soccer field, and we laid out, and we stargazed. So cheesy! <laughs> and I was just, I remember thinking, because everyone told me, you're not going to be best friends with people you meet on the first day, and I was like, and at that point, I was like, friends with them for about a month, I was like, these are, like, great people, like, I really appreciate talking to them, and I still, I look back at that memory, and I don't know, it makes me happy, and I see those people yeah. on campus, and it's like, it kind of sucks, because, like, I'm at a point now where it's, like, sometimes we pretend that we don't see each other. So I love saying hi to people, but, like, um, I'm just not close with them anymore like that. Yeah. But I think, like, I don't know, people come people come into your life on purpose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. With, a, with purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say if the first person that you meet and, like, you're like, hey, do you want to get lunch? And you get lunch with them and that's the only time. That's not bad. That's, like, yeah. that serves a purpose. Yeah. That's very true. And it's also, yeah, mm-hmm. some people aren't meant to be in your life forever, but you you can take things and learn things from every yeah. single person you interact with. So. And that's why college is great, because mm-hmm. you, they throw you into those situations where you can meet people right away, but then, like, slowly you figure out what you want to do and who you want to yeah. be, and, like, that's, like, second semester, me and Kryn became really good friends, and um, I became, like a lot closer with a lot of the people that I'm still know today mm-hmm. and it's the end of our junior year so yeah we're juniors I don't wow. know if we specified that <laughs> no, I don't think you did but that is yeah. um good to know yeah um so going back to what Corinne said at the beginning you said something about um there's kind of a loss of structure when you mm-hmm. transition from high school to college and um I am someone who I feel like I have some structure as far as like disciplining myself with my studies and you know time management and all that stuff but um, when I really look deep into it, I don't know that I do. So do you have any advice on, like, how to, especially when you're away from your parents and you, like, are keeping yourself in check, any advice for, like, how to do that properly? Create a routine and try to stick with it. Like, that's literally, you're going to have classes the same time every week. So kind of figure out what works for you based around those classes. So, like, maybe you have, like, 
for me this semester, I have class from 11 to 12.15 Monday, Wednesday. I work from the hours before then, and then after that I have a little bit of time before for lunch, and then from 2 o'clock on I have time to do schoolwork. And like that's something that's structured, and it's easy to be structured when it's continuous, and mm -hmm. it's you don't have to like think about what am I doing next? What do I have to do? Cause it's always like you kind of like, and that falls into place every semester in the beginning of the semester is always kind of a little like, ha, ah, I don't know what's happening yet. But after two or three weeks, you're like, okay, so this is the best time to do this. This is the best time to work out now. Like this is like, you kind of, you feel it and yeah. you feel what's right for you. That's a, I think it's a lot of intuition. Yeah. Um, and obviously it comes with practice. I know, I remember something I struggled with my freshman year was I would stay up with mm -hmm. everyone on our floor to like 1am and have to get up for my 8am the next day yeah. and I remember I called my mom and I was like I'm so tired like <laughs> I'm so stressed and she was like just you have to just be like hey guys like I'll see you tomorrow at like 11. Yeah. She was like you see, just have to like create that pattern. Yeah see that's also something that I fear because sometimes I get <laughs> I get I get intense FOMO right yeah. like if, if people <laughs> if, yeah if people are staying up like even if I'm exhausted like eyes barely awake I feel like I have to stay up because like even if even if no one's doing anything like people are sitting around on their phones I feel like I need to be there so Emma outgrew that I did it I did so I'm at I'm, <laughs> I'm at still... the point now where I'm in bed by 9 30 and it's a good night no. I don't know what it is um also <laughs> I started waking here. up earlier but I think yeah just like finding a structure um that works for you and like Something that I think, which I hope, like, depending on how COVID is, yeah. everyone, please practice safe social, social distancing <laughs> and follow guidelines, get vac vaccinated, yeah. that's great. But um, something that I think, because I'm also, like, a very, like, social person and, like, I just, like, balance, like, sleep and schoolwork was, mm -hmm. like, trying to get everything done during the week yeah. so that on the weekends you can, yeah. and also go, like, being social, you don't have to go out to a frat party, you don't have to go out to a bar. You can literally just go over to your friend's house and, like, binge watch movies all mm -hmm. night. Like, I love those nights, too. But, like, being able to, like, be able to have those really fun nights without, ha like, feeling guilty the next day, I think that's important. So, like, yeah, making sure that – and I actually learned that a lot for Corinne, um, especially this semester, is, like, the weekends, like, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to um, leave your schoolwork for Monday. Yeah. So. I do all my schoolwork during the week most of the time if I can. Um, I'm very structured and regimented during the week um and I I'm social during the week too it's not like I'm doing school missing things mm -hmm. my favorite activity is to go to the library yeah we go to the library like every day yeah. and that's a way to be social but also get my stuff done um so I I definitely tend to try to get everything done and I also like turn off at a certain point of the night like mm -hmm. when it like depending on my nights usually around eight like I'm done like even if I'm not done for the day like I'm done for that day. I'm not done for the week. I'm done for that day. Yeah. Um, and then by Friday, I Friday I don't have classes. So, like, Friday is, like, my big day to catch up if I still need to. Mm -hmm. And then by Friday night, I'm able to kind of just enjoy my weekend. And it honestly makes getting stuff done during the week so much easier because I'm, I had that, like, energy outlet. I had that time to relax. And now I feel refreshed. Whereas, like, if I just did school seven days a week, like, I wouldn't feel like I had that break. So it's yeah. important to like give yourself those moments too, um, of enjoying yourself because it's it's all about a balance between the both and like giving yourself both. You can't just like deny one or the other. I think. And kind of about what you said about doing all of your work during the week. What is the 
Like, what's the difference between, like, high school workload and college workload? Like, I think a common misconception is that it's, like, so much more intense, but you're taking less classes, so yeah, is it? Or, like, I'm not really sure. I think the complexity and the standard you're held to definitely increases when you go to college. I mm -hmm. think the professors treat you like adults, which is good. Yeah. And most of the time what you're studying is something you want to do with your life. And so also you naturally take it more seriously, I think, yeah. in college as opposed to high school. I think high school is like a lot of daily assignments, a lot of mm -hmm. learning how to learn, which like in college there's also classes like that that are like more gen eds, more like general, like your English, your history, like all that stuff. But um, like, well, Corinne is in the five-year program for her major, um, and like just me, what I've learned in psych and stuff like that. It's and even my chemistry classes, which are very theory-based but also very practically based. Um, there, there's a interesting practical element to your education. So, um, yeah, I I like that personally as opposed to high school. Um, yeah. But like workload and stuff like that, I feel like it is. A lot of work. We're in the we're both in the honors program here. Our freshman year, we had a lot of writing to do. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, I'm in. I'm a science person, so I feel like most of my assignments are lab reports and uh, homework sets. And mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, like tests. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and so are deadlines like not as you know daily as like high school? Mm -hmm. or are they oh, more yeah, like sure, yeah. on a weekly basis? Yeah, you typically, like, at least for me, I typically only have, like, one or two deadlines a week, um, and the big deadlines are all around the same time. The way that college is structured, it's a 15-week semester. Those first three weeks, you really got nothing going on except mm -hmm. for keeping up with your classes, That's but that's, like, up to you as an individual whether you feel you need to or not, um, especially with virtual. It's a lot easier to, like, slack, um, but then after that third week, those first exams, they're all going to hit the same week because the way that it's mm -hmm. structured, they got to get their three exams in. It's going to be the first three weeks. Then the next is going to be like week 10, then week 15. Like, yeah. And it's all the same or whether you have to write a paper, do an assignment, like whatever it is, they typically fall around the same time, which is good and bad, I think, um, because it's like you have a lot of time to prepare, but you have to be organized to get yeah. there because um, when that week comes around, it feels like hell. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's only one week and then you have another five after that that are chill. Yeah. Also, no matter what major your friends are, normally everyone's going through that time period yeah. together. Uh -huh. So there's a lot of time in the library and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that the workload is, um, for me, freshman year was definitely the most difficult to manage, but that's because we were in the honors program and our mm -hmm. honors pro program at our university was very rigorous. Um, and we had like courses that were extremely difficult, but a normal freshman yeah. semester, like freshman year is not as challenging as ours was um and I find college to be easier to manage just because I'm interested in what mm -hmm. I'm learning um I mean you're gonna have some gen eds but I feel like even then most of the time you have professors that are invested in what they're teaching because they got a degree in that or they do it for a living and then teach as like a adjunct professor just like to you know so they have real life experience and stuff like that so I find it to be much more worthwhile. Yeah. And I don't know if, like, 
the workload is more or less. I, I did yeah, a lot of work a, in high school. Yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it really depends on, you know, what high school you went to yes. and, you know, mm-hmm. your class schedule yeah. and all that stuff. So it's, yeah. it's, it's really relative, but. It is. It definitely is. Do you know what you're studying? Yeah, I'm going to be a business of creative enterprises major. <gasps> Whoa! Fancy. Yeah. Very fun. Can yeah, I ask so... where you're going or do you not disclose that? Uh, no, I have. I'm going to Emerson College. Whoa! Whoa! Congratulations. Yes, Very thank cool. you. Thank you. <laughs> That's so, so exciting. Fun. Yeah, I am super excited. Um, yeah, so I think we covered like pretty much all topics, social topics, education, studies, um, pretty much everything. So do you guys have anything else you want to add? Any more advice? Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey, yeah. you know, all that cheesy stuff. Cause, um, um, I hope that your college experience is different at the end of a pandemic than ours was in the middle of it. Um, yeah. yeah. So well, that's something, that's something we didn't really touch on. What was it like doing <laughs> like college classes over zoom? Cause high school classes over zoom were like, eh, but like right. college, I'm sure. Uh- <laughs> I'm not a fan personally. Yeah. I'm a. I like school. I like going into school. I yeah. like sitting next to my friends in class. I like um, going into lab and stuff like that. And so, just sitting on Zoom or watching pre-recorded lectures where I can't ask the professor questions mm-hmm. um, in the middle of it, it was definitely hard. And also the whole, because um, both of us we live on school, and mm-hmm. I love living on school. I was an RA. I loved being an RA. And um, just not having that outlet and that type of, I guess, like, social life that I was used to, like, because of the pandemic. Yeah. It did really Yeah, because it suddenly, <laughs> college became just school mm-hmm. and not school and social life. Because co- it's so meshed when you live on campus and it's constantly, like, college is all of it. And yeah. then suddenly, like, you were home and it was just, like, you doing your classes. It was definitely, like a huge adjustment in the beginning. I feel like now I can finally say I'm like used to it and I'm, I don't hate it as much as I used to because I, I understand how it works now. Um, my professors understand how it works now. I feel like they had much more of a learning curve than we did. Mm-hmm. Cause like our, a lot of our professors are old. Like it was definitely like a lot of like a lot, a lot. And a lot of them don't teach every semester. So they c- come back into this and they're like, I don't know how to work zoom. Um, so I feel like now everyone's adjusted and it's not as bad. And I do, see that there are a lot of benefits like I just texted my friend the other day because I was um I ordered (laughs) I ordered Chinese food while I was in class and I'm like you know I might miss that once once I'm (laughs) in person I won't be able to do that um but I definitely value in-person learning more I feel like I get more out of it Mm -hmm. and there also are less opportunities for distractions like ordering Chinese food and therefore I feel like I'm more enriched in what I'm learning um but it's it is what it is. It's not the worst yeah. thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. It's like probably the least worst thing of the yeah. what's come out of the pandemic. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then hopefully by next fall, you know, things will be yes. even really better. Oh, I feel like I have things to say about like roommates because I think that's oh. a huge part about. Oh that. yeah, I was gonna ask about that. The other weekend, yeah. actually last weekend, I think I met my potential roommate. <gasps> Very Ooh, exciting. Yeah. Fun. So. Um, we are hoping to get paired together and room together, so that'll be exciting. But um, how do you deal with 
hopefully <laughs> i mean hopefully we actually do right. like in a in a room setting um yeah. you know kind of get along and you know that works out well but like mm -hmm. if not like how do you deal mm -hmm. with those situations where that doesn't it's go like, well <laughs> i always say it's hard to live with people even mm -hmm. if you love them a lot um a lot of times you can live with your best friend and it can be horrible not because you don't love them but because all, everyone has a different way of living and it's hard to find people that like match the way that you were raised like when you live with somebody you realize such weird things about them like how they were raised like i one of my roommates like we were arguing the other day because we have a dishwasher and my dad at home doesn't let us put bowls at the bottom of the dishwasher and her dad taught her to only put bowls at the bottom of the dishwasher and it's like that's something that you would never know about somebody unless you live with them yeah so it's just like being considerate um thinking of them before you do things mm -hmm. is important and it's also it's okay if it doesn't work out oh yeah um, it, the year is gonna end um and sometimes it sucks but i i've had relatively good roommate experiences oh, yeah, not all same. great but like Overall, I've been pretty lucky. I know freshman year is, like, normally, after freshman year, normally you live with people you already know. Yeah. So, like, actually, sometimes in those situations are, like, where the most drama happens because, like, mm -hmm. you're already friends and, then like, mm -hmm. you live together, it doesn't work out. Like, that's not yeah, good. by the time freshman yeah. year comes freshman around, year, friends. Yeah. don't worry about it too much. Like, no pressure. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I know mm -hmm. for me, um, I was set up with my roommate through, like, I knew someone who knew someone from high school that was going to my college, and then uh, we ended up, they, she already, we, was, we lived in quads, they already had a roommate, and then I was the third person, and they found a fourth person for me to live with, Yeah. and so it was, like, very random, and um, so my expectations were, like, eh, like, we're probably not gonna be that close, and then her expectations were the same for me, and now she's my best friend, shout out <laughs> Jess, I'm she loves our podcast, I'm gonna yeah, tell her this she'll definitely episode. listen, she'll hey definitely Jess, listen. hey Jess, <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, she's someone that, like, we're, she's a night owl. I'm a mm -hmm. morning person. Um, she likes the room to be dark. I like the, <laughs> the room to be bright. Um, it's kind of one of those situations where opposites really do attract. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know how we made it work. I don't know Also, either. we spent every single second together because we ended up joining the same sorority. <laughs> and, like, um, we would always get meals together yeah. or always go. The only only one time this boy was like you're always with your roommate except she goes to breakfast by herself and i was like that's weird that you saw me at the dining hall and you told my friend that. <laughs> that's weird but um i had that the, was a... i had the opposite freshman year experience i went i went into college my freshman year roommate i also lived in a quad my freshman year roommate like in my room directly we were family friends. Like, I've known her since I was a child. We kind of grew up and grew apart just because we went to different high schools. We didn't know each other too well. You know how you just, like, when you're a teenager, you just, like, don't yeah. interact with people that you knew as a kid. So we ended up reconnecting because we were the same major, and I was really excited to, like, rekindle that. Um, and then we had two other girls move in who were also, like, I was just really excited about. And I think my expectations were a little too high in the sense that, like, I still am friends with my freshman year roommate. We're just not as close as um, we could have been, I guess. But that's something I always say. You don't have to be best friends with your roommate. Mm -hmm. It was such a good situation because I would come home at the end of the day and be like, Megan, you will not believe what happened today. And she wasn't <laughs> friends with these people. So I knew she wasn't going to tell anybody. She also doesn't care. Like, it was like she was the pers first per or best person to talk to because, like, she wasn't directly involved in my friendships, which was honestly really nice to have someone, like, on the outskirts and like we still chat all the time um 
she's still in my major, so I don't know. It's it was it's different, but it it, it works out most of the time. Mm. And even if it doesn't, it's only a year of your if life. If it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. Talk to your RA because like I know I was an RA. I had friends who were freshman RAs. I was upperclassman actually my sophomore year, like the first year I did it. But um, I still had to deal with roommate issues. And, like, if it's really bad, if you ever feel uncomfortable or unsafe or, like, your roommate's bringing, like, sketchy-ass people into your, <laughs> into your dorm room, like, don't be afraid to talk to your RA about it. Hopefully they will be very understanding and yeah. be able to help you. Usually they put the best RAs with the freshmen. Yes. No offense to you. I mean, no. <laughs> and they're very, like, mom-dad vibes. Yeah. So really, okay. really great people normally. All right. Well, I'll try. I'll try to set some appropriate expectations for the roommate <laughs> situation. But for right now, I my roommate's very nice. She uh, she and I we're we're both from Philly, so that's yeah. how we met and um, uh, wanted to try and room together. And then we hung yeah. out. And it went well. So let's hope that living in the same room works well, <laughs> too. All right. So that was all great advice for college i'm so glad that we could talk about all that stuff uh by the end we covered all the roommate stuff that i actually forgot to ask about because it was on my (laughs) mind um but yeah so thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast can you tell the listeners where they can find you on social media and uh listen to your podcast trying to play it cool surely um you can find us on any streaming platform you use we're pretty much on all of them spotify apple music google Podcasts, whatever you want just search for us you'll find us um and you can follow us on instagram at trying to play it cool um and we also have an email which is trying to play cool at gmail.com um and those are all of our social medias currently because yes. it's <laughs> as two college students it's hard it's to manage to even handle. that <laughs> but definitely come check yeah. Our podcast out. If you um, want to hear more about college, we talk, we talk about all about it. College daily, all the time. Some of our most popular like episodes are <laughs> where we talk about our wild, okay, wild air quotes, college <laughs> nights. Um, we have to cut out most of our wild stories. Yeah. Oh. So uh, if you're interested in hearing that aspect of college, yeah, give it a listen. I don't know. Absolutely. I definitely yeah. am. So I will definitely be listening more. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. going to listen to yours too. I was listening to it right before I um, we came on. I was listening to your Secret Life of American Teenager one because I watched yeah. that. I can't You're my whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There's yeah. So, that show is just it's, crazy. It's so iconic. It's, it's yes. the best. So you heard them. Uh, follow them on Instagram at Trying to Play It Cool. And you can find them on every podcast streaming platform. Um, And on that note, we've reached the end of the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And again, thank you to Emma and Corinne for joining me today. (laughs) Um, For more updates on Hollywood Hero, follow me on Instagram at HollywoodHeroPod. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for having us. Bye.